0: <laughs> yeah Turn up a little bit Is, I'm now. is it a uh, spring 2020 vibe right I here?
1: Find the
2: Yeah, it kind of funny.
0: First? <laughs> oh yeah, this ain't this ain't the remix. It ain't have style P on it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very classic too. It ain't a funny how they let me 6 9 up out? They probably got to let YMW Nelly
2: out. And they That's locked wild. us all up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how are we gonna get locked up and they you
2: That's wild.
3: Yeah. I'm interested to hear y'all's takes on that too. Oh yeah, six nine thing,
1: yo.
0: So,
3: yeah, it's been rough out here,
0: man. Um, it's it's kind of rough for me too because my apartment complex already kind of looks like a penitentiary. <laughs> like the way it's formatted, we only have like individual patios. It's all together in one little building block. So man, I be staying in my crib the entire day out, seeing my fellow inmates. I feel locked up, man, I can't
2: lie. I mean, I ain't gotta worry about rape. that's cool. So do you got a fortune all that? Uh not really. Oh man. Just have like an outside area. Oh, damn, that's.
0: sucks. It's got, like, it's probably easy if you saw it, but it's like, it basically, it kind of looks like a pen, honestly. Like, we all have a shared, there's <laughs> three floors, and we all have, like, a shared, there's a courtyard in the middle. It's all, like, a shared little apartment prison block. But it's, it's it's on a waterfront, so it's actually kind of nice, but... Oh, okay.
2: Posse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, welcome to another quarantine edition of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. Of course, again, we are not in studio. We can't be in studio. We're still gonna be live and bringing it to you as best as we can. Uh, shoot, let's let's go around the room and get the vibes, man. How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, I feel like you're not used to this, I, man. I'm really not. Honestly, like, yeah. I'm I'm out in my element. I low key wanna <laughs> just. Fuck it, go to the studio, man. Like, I don't, there ain't oh, nobody up there. <laughs> man,
0: Low, lowest the keys. I think maybe by next week, if this shit ain't nowhere near solved, you might have to pull a heist. <laughs> Put on our quarantine mask. Yeah. That, I, it, oh, another funny thing. <laughs> Why are all these politicians putting the blood rags and the crip rags man, on them? Man. Yeah.
1: Oh,
3: man. <laughs> Uh, Everybody oh, just no, looks so happening.
2: stupid now, man. Oh, man. I, don't I know guess bang, bang is legal now.
3: People I are guess. losing their minds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah, man, next week, next week, if, if shit still ain't sweet, we might have to pull a heist to just run up in the studio with
2: our
0: <laughs> mask on and do a quick hour session and run out.
2: Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Put the, put the ski mask on so the cameras don't see. <laughs>
0: So shit. Uh yeah, it's another quarantine edition. Let's go around the room, get the vibes. How y'all feeling, man? I know it's been rough for everybody being at home, motherfuckers out here losing jobs, getting furloughed and shit. So it's rough for everybody, but how are y'all managing? Are y'all good? Y'all, y'all spiritually well? Are y'all physically well? Are y'all remaining active? I know I'm not. <laughs>
1: are y'all doing well?
3: I'm doing well. I was, I've tried to remain active. And Asha and I went to go run on, what was it, Wednesday? And I tripped and broke my fall with my right leg. So I'm now limping like a crippled person. And hopefully I can get back active again and then gain the Corona 30 in the meantime. So <laughs> my knee and my like hip are all messed up. I don't know what's going on. Wait, yeah. how
0: did you did you fall like Oprah? <laughs> how did you
3: fall? <laughs> no, I didn't hit the ground. My leg, like I sh- weirdly, I straightened my right leg to catch my fall, and so in the midst of me um, catching my right leg, like I went down, like I kind of rolled. It was oh, weird. Okay. I don't know. It, it was like a. thing. probably. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I fell forward. So like I like fell forward and rolled over to like my right side and not like all my right like hip and knee hurt. That's the worst when you fall. That's
2: the worst when you fall and you fall forward and you got all now you got all these rocks on your forearm and shit. (laughs) That's a hell of a fall when you gotta brush off the rocks.
3: (laughs) You got scrapes on your elbows and forearms. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been cool. Other than that, you know, just been um, trying to keep a schedule, maintain a schedule so that way I don't get lazy and just – it's hard, though, with this weather, especially today. It's raining, and it's just – we have pretty days here and there, but the weather is really dictating the mood in in my room. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of
0: crazy to get injured during a quarantine, but (laughs) (laughs) even NBA players are chilling. (laughs)
3: my mom Uh, was like you better not go to the hospital don't go to no (laughs) hospital or emergency (laughs) clinic that's crazy like what if i would have broken my leg what would i have done oh man you have to
0: wait they probably they they would it's funny because i think no matter how bad your emergency is they have to test and see if you have any corona symptoms so you could get shot and they're gonna be outside the (laughs) er being like whoa 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 wait what's your temperature looking like have you, you been be outside ho- the country? Before you
3: come in here. You be holding your
2: damn head up like, man, I'm trying to protect the wound. Like, have you been outside the country? <laughs> <laughs> you had a cough in the past three days. What's your fever? <laughs> <laughs> you have fever. Well, My dog, crazy, I'm leaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Have you been around anyone with corona?
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> just crazy, man. Uh, so Figgy, how you been, bro? I know they've been working you like a dog, but how you been, man?
2: Uh, I've been pretty good, man. Like, like you said, working like a dog. Um, yeah, working at home, man. Like, I will say this: people think it's so cool working at home. Like, oh yeah, all you gotta do, you ain't gotta go nowhere. It's it's hard. It's very hard. I ain't got the best internet connection like the studios the computer not as fast as the studio so i don't know it's a pain in the butt man just sitting in a seat all day i don't see how people do office jobs now just sitting down all day long so that was me yesterday i worked from 6am to like 9:30pm last uh well yesterday Damn. so it's pretty rough man but um just been getting through it though
0: that's good, man. And I also feel like, in a way, cause I'm I'm still going to my office. You know, it's a very segregated. And I don't mean racially. <laughs> it's a, a segregated office space where, like, my uh, the owner has his own room. I have my own room. We're the only ones in there, so we're spaced out enough. And mm-hmm. yeah, it does feel good to actually get out and go somewhere during the days. And you really th- this whole thing is really. Uh showing us how much we take for granted, man. I think yeah. um, oh, so yeah. getting up and going to work seemed like it was a pain. And working from home seemed like it was going to be like a blessing, you know? Everybody's it's dream yeah. is to work from home. Shit ain't sweet, man. <laughs> it really isn't. Yeah. It's yeah. The,
2: funny thing, the funny thing is, um, a couple of days ago, I went to go take my laptop to somebody to get fixed. And when I tell you everyone was out, Like, it seemed like a regular day outside of the uh, typical Houston traffic. Yeah. But it was still packed outside. And the scary part is, so uh, I rode past a park. And when I tell you everyone was at the park, I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing at the park?
3: I almost wish they would just go ahead and, like, lock the country down and make like start enforcing it.
0: There's a park right next to where I live. I've been going out and seeing it. There hasn't been a whole lot of people um they tried their best to shut down you know like they put uh, yellow tape around the bench you know they shut down several areas where people i guess would usually congregate and uh now if you want to sit down you got to bring your own chair um i went out for a long walk and everybody seemed like it was people out there but it didn't seem like it was packed like a, a sunday fun day type and, and i went on sunday too
2: yeah, no, it seemed like a Sunday fun day. This park yeah. I went past, it was actually in Montrose. That could be the reason, too, because it seemed like a popular park. But when I went to go meet the dude to uh, fix my laptop, he was just the it's kind of funny. He was sitting on the bench waiting. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Is that him? So I went to meet him and no handshake, no, none. I just sat on the bench a couple like a couple feet away. Like, Here you go, how you doing, man? <laughs> like, it's a yeah, job deal. I felt it felt like an episode of Scandal. You know, how you see Scandal, <laughs> and they're in front of the White House, and they sit down like, "Oh yeah, you got the thumb drive." Yeah, and you just handed the dumb drive and don't really look at each other.
0: Or when undercover cops
2: yeah. got to meet up in the show. <laughs> yeah, like I need you to get out of town in seventy-two hours. <laughs> they, they, they just get that's how the whole interaction felt <laughs> oh man that's funny. i'm like damn man i wish i could get you some dab or something man but <laughs>
0: it's just crazy man, man that's hilarious So uh out here i think people were socially distancing but i guess in houston i guess people are ignoring and i mean here's the thing it, it's it's kind of tough to say well, they need, just need to lock everything down because I'm I'm very, very cautious about giving the government a little bit too much power here. And if we set a precedent for having the military be out here and saying, no, you can't go outside. No, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. If we set that as a precedent, then who knows when it's going to be used again? Yeah. You can argue with saving lives, but... I feel like that's a slippery slope, man, honestly. I think what they're doing right now is honestly the best they can, recommending everybody stay at home but not requiring it by law. So, I mean, if you get the police out in the streets arresting people for being outside, that's, that's a tough road to go down, man. And I don't, I don't want to see that, honestly. I know it's the coronavirus sucks and I know people are getting sick and it sucks, but I don't want to see us go to the far extreme
2: of that yeah so i wonder what's the long-term plan because if you keep us in for let's say 30 days is it some type of vaccine in the works or are they working on sanitizing everything so i wonder what's the plan because i know early on they said 14 days 14 days but i don't i just don't think 14 days gonna fix all this even if everyone stayed inside for 14 days. Yeah. So I'll just, I'm, that's the part I'm worried about. What's the long-term plan? How are we going to fix this where it can somewhat get back to normal?
0: I think there's a couple. I think there's a realistic answer and the optimistic answer. I see you sipping wine, LeBron James.
2: I, man, <laughs> I've been drinking wine every single day for probably the past two weeks.
0: I Lebron. That's oh, wow. <laughs> wild. I don't know what this whole NBA player drink of wine thing started to, but that's just funny. But anyway, um, I think there, I think there is a vaccine that's being worked on. I've heard about that, but the realistic reality of that is—I know that's redundant—but the real reality of that is that shit won't be ready for like another year. Because it takes a long time for the FDA to approve something. It has to go through certain tests, make sure it don't kill people, make sure people don't develop even worse symptoms because of it. You know, when you see a drug commercial on TV and you see all the side effects, that's because they tested that shit for years. Yeah. So if there's a vaccine, they're going to have to go through extensive testing. It's going to be at least a year before we even get that shit. And the thing is, I I know y'all have seen that joke about how you know, if they told us four months, we go crazy. So they just going to tell us 30 days at a time. <laughs> and I think that's what's mm-hmm. happening. They know this is going to take the majority of the year to be clear of. So they just going to tell us, oh, 14 days now, 30 days now, 60 days now. OK, in December, we should be good. No. Look, What
3: do you know? It went, It flew by.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a prison bid. At the end of it, we'll be like, "That was no big deal."
2: Yeah,
3: I ain't gonna lie, man.
2: I know every year we get people saying, "Ah, oh, this was the worst year ever." New year, new. This is probably the worst year ever. Like I put this year against any other
0: year. I mean, we only in March too, man.
1: Yeah, that's i <laughs> <The> worst. <what I'm... laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't think this is an argument at this point because usually every year I see people saying, "Oh yeah, this year sucked. Oh yeah, we lost this person. This year sucks. This year is probably the worst year, man. We lost Kobe, one of the yeah. <laughs> best basketball players ever, and on top of this shit. So this is probably the worst year, man. No summer, summer canceled. This shit is like nine 9-11. Plus,
0: 2008 recession <laughs> times five. Honestly, <laughs> like all, all it seems like all the bad things that could have happened. And I don't, I don't want to say all the bad things. At least we good and healthy. But it, it seems like socially, all the bad things that have happened have happened, and it could get worse. So, yeah, I think this is a strong candidate for like worst year of our lifetimes. <laughs> at least socially, you
1: know, <laughs> that we've never yeah. seen. So yeah,
2: I was talking to my dad. and like constantly he be like man i never seen anything like this in my life mm-hmm. and i've been on this earth since <laughs> 1956 they so f- through
0: jim crow and say that this is the worst time they've seen, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> it's crazy.
2: yeah this make i ain't gonna lie this make hurricane harvey look like a piece of shit man oh yeah definitely yeah because at at one point that was probably the worst thing i went through even though i wasn't affected but just being in that situation it's just like damn this is awful but i ain't gonna lie man i don't think nothing gonna beat this unless it's the end of the world type shit they
0: saying a meteor coming at some point this month too man i don't know if y'all seen about that so <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's actually going to hit or come close to hitting, but there's talk of like a meteor coming close to Earth. <laughs> <this month. laughs> That'll be I, I a see, icing on the shit cake.
2: I seen that. Then, uh, um, her this supposed to be the worst hurricane season ever.
3: Oh yeah, I saw I'm that. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. That shit. everyone needs to get flood insurance for sure.
2: <laughs> I'm like, man, that shit can probably go on the back of the paper yes. <laughs> at this point. There's more fish to fry than a damn hurricane.
0: I don't even want to think of us going through a hurricane and quarantine. I don't even want to put that out there, man, because supplies are already limited. Imagine if you had to deal with that shit, too. man. I didn't want to put that out there. I do not want to think about that. At that That's point, you
2: got to go to the grocery store and stock up. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, I still can't find no toilet paper, so motherfuckers need to chill. Man. <laughs> but now, now that we're on a bright and cheery note... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, on hold that. on.
2: Before we get to that, I just want to say yeah. rest in peace to Bill Withers, man.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, Bill yeah. Withers. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't know he was still alive. Really? Mm. I know. I maybe that sounds disrespectful. I just haven't seen him in a long time.
2: No I actually, um, I actually thought the same thing before I seen that. Um, what was that Black Godfather documentary? Oh yeah, he was
0: on that. Oh That's yeah. Right that's yeah. right I forgot he was on that yeah you're yeah.
2: right but before oh, that shit. I thought he was dead yeah because you, we really didn't see him at all but um yeah, yeah and he actually looked pretty good on there he, he looked like he was about to roll over and die Yeah. so he still looked like he was in good health and all that but um, I forgot he was on that man yeah he was on a, yeah he was pretty much on the whole thing too mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah rest in peace
0: Rest in peace, oh, yeah. man. He really was a legend. A lot of our favorite songs of the modern days were sampled from his songs. So, you know, even if you haven't heard of him personally, you probably heard of him in some way or another. So I know
2: everybody mm-hmm. heard Lean On
0: Me, though, man. Of course. So, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Classic movie, too. <laughs> yes. I hated the remake of that song in the 90s. Who the fuck oh, sang that man. shit? I forgot Lean who On, on Me. That. I hated Kirk that Franklin shit. Kirk Franklin and R. Kelly? Nah, uh, nah, it was like a 90s Lean on me
3: dirt <laughs> <laughs>
0: It had the like classic 90s, 90s feel to it <laughs> It was like a New Jack Swing version yes. of Lean on Me But anyway, now let's let's actually get into the podcast now yeah. Now that we done, ran it and raved and did all that shit uh, A lot of the new music came out, man So we're just gonna go around the table uh, First off, the biggest one I want to talk about first this Drake single, the Tootsie Slide. <laughs> now, I have some opinions about it, but I want to know what y'all think first and if I'm alone in my thinking. But So what, what do you guys think about this new Drake single? Did you like it? Were you feeling it? Did you get up and, and do the dance like he instructed? <laughs> How did y'all feel about this new Drake single?
2: A oh, like we lost Jasmine.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Well, I'll go first. Um, I really wasn't a fan of it, but it's very catchy to me. Like, I found myself after a while, like, okay, okay. Like, he got the flow with it, but to me, I think it's too cheesy for his standards. And I'm surprised he went this low to, I guess, make a song, to make, like, a little step to it. So, um... I really, yeah, like I, like I said, I really wasn't a fan of it, but I could see this song going nuts, and I think, I don't know when he recorded this. I don't know if this was somewhat new, but I felt like the whole dance challenge thing might have inspired this because a lot of people been doing that whole TikTok thing for the yes uh, for his song that was old as hell. Yeah, so, nonstop. Yeah, so I done flipped the switch, mm-hmm. whatever. But That's I would be su- too, be but- <laughs> <laughs> Alice Rodriguez, <laughs> but um, I would be surprised if that kind of inspired this song to try to uh have a viral moment, even though he don't need it to me. But I, I really didn't like it.
0: Yeah, me neither. Um, I definitely think that he was trying to capitalize off of some type of dance wave. Here's the thing, and this is why I think this song is actually gonna flop. Um, for a, for something to go off on TikTok, it has to seem at least a little bit organic. And this song mm-hmm. seems like a manufactured dance song challenge song. You know, I don't think the mm-hmm. kids gonna vibe with it. I think they liked. The non-stop flip the switch thing because that just kind of is kind of random. It came out of nowhere, but it seems more organic. This one, it's very obvious he's trying to make a TikTok dance craze song. And number two, I keep hearing people prop Drake up and saying, "Oh, Drake's a marketing genius for making a TikTok song." If you're making a TikTok song now, you're late to the drink. You're late to the party. TikTok's been going on for the past year and if you're just getting on now and actually making songs for it or inspired by it like you're late to the party so don't tell me drake's a marketing yeah. genius for doing some shit that niggas already got famous off of year a year earlier yeah That's yeah my little drake rant. <laughs> but i don't i don't like the song man i don't know if he Made this because of the quarantine or it was supposed to come out regardless, but I kind of feel like if it's a clubby type of song. This is a bad type. This is a bad time to release it. Mm. I think this is a bad time to release anything that's too happy, honestly.
1: Yeah, I don't want to hear no dance
0: songs right now, man. We locked up in home. We can't go nowhere. People depressed, people losing jobs. I, I don't. I don't, I don't want to dance. I don't want to put my left foot forward, my right foot forward. I don't want to do all that shit.
3: <laughs> but it's uplifting. I feel like
0: people.
3: It. <laughs> it's uplifting people.
0: Is it? Is it really though?
3: Honestly, I think it's. I think it's distracting people. I think it's a distraction and it's entertaining. I think it's. I think it's played out at this point. And I think um, the people that are choosing to do it are very interesting now because, t- like you said, TikTok was a thing like a year ago. But I think, I think it's entertaining. Now the same dance over and over and over and over and over again, I can do without. But I do think it's, it's helpful to some other than just watching the depressing news and all of these narratives going around. So I, I think it can, it can be distracting.
0: I, I, I guess I could see that. I, I guess if you're young and you ain't got nothing else to do, a dance song could make you feel a little better now. I just, I don't feel better by it. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's just me. Maybe <laughs> I'm just depressed. But I, I, I don't want to hear songs like this, honestly. I want to hear some songs that fit the room in the mood right now. So And that's why I like the Thundercat yeah. album, because I thought it did that. Mm-hmm. but this song uh jasmine we didn't get your feelings on it yet what did you think about this song the drake tootsie slide song
3: i honestly don't like it and i thought about what i was gonna say before uh we started recording but i really don't like the song I, it may grow on me uh hotline bling definitely grew on me because i didn't really care you for that me? song at first either can you hear me yeah i hear you oh, oh okay um but uh yeah i don't like it um it's too forced to me it's very like kind of like what you already said um it's just very non-organic and the movement the the wave is gone that he's trying to hop on and it's Drake. so people are going to do it regardless because it's drake but i'm not here for it yeah no yeah
0: we we just lost Figgy, too, so now it's like, <laughs> we lose Jazz in one minute, we lose Figgy the next minute, so.
3: In and out. <laughs> At least we're trying, man. We're trying.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a round table, just random guests during the, uh, the fucking
3: topic it's we're talking things. about.
0: Yeah. Rock is so, the only one with good Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm right next to the router. Maybe that's why. But my shit could go yeah. out, too, so I hope it doesn't. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess, Jasmine, you got to continue this conversation. So, uh-huh. you said you didn't like the Drake song. You weren't really a fan
3: of it. You weren't feeling it. Yeah, nah, I wasn't really here for it. Um, I I think that Drake, again, is just making the most of the moment and, you know, doing what he does best. But it, it's a little bit too late this time. He's a little bit, like you said, a little bit too late to the game. And, honestly, I'm kind of surprised with him being the marketer marketing genius that everyone, um, you know, gives him the title to be that he hasn't done anything or the song wasn't involving his child. Like, since we just saw Drake's kid and, you know, we just, he just revealed him to the world. I'm surprised that we didn't get something a little more relevant to, to what he just gave us other than him trying to be a part of the movement. In Great the way. point
0: because I actually forgot about that. I forgot that Drake actually did reveal his son. This past week, and yeah, I think he should have made like a. Remember Will Smith made "Just the Two of Us." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Drake should have did a song like that, man. "Just the Two of Us," twenty
3: twenty. And it would have gone hand in hand with this caption, like you know how the caption wasn't about his son; it was more about what's important right now. Like he should have definitely done something, and not to say it's not coming because who knows? But I would have liked to see something like that.
0: He, he, I think he would have made up for hiding his son if he made a song about his son while he revealed oh, yeah. the pictures of his son. But since we're on the topic of Drake, fuck, let's talk about that, too, real quick. Um, so Drake did reveal his son. Mm-hmm. What What were y'all's thoughts on this child? Uh, personally, I mean, I wasn't going to slander the kid because a little <laughs> baby.
3: Oh, my but gosh.
0: A, a lot of people were coming and just kind of on some negative things about this seemingly white-looking child. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the kid basically looks like uh, Justin Timberlake in 2001. <laughs> With the curly hair, blonde hair. Uh, he has, like, blue eyes. Um, and, and to Drake's point, because Drake did the interview on LeBron's show after the mm-hmm. whole push a TB popped off, and he was saying the reason why he didn't announce the kid to the world was because he wasn't sure after looking at the child that it was actually his because the kid did not look basically black. And now we have confirmation that the child does not look black, it it looks something else. You can tell there's a little bit of a couple mix in there. Did you you think so?
3: Yeah, I think he's adorable. I think he's cute. And it's clear, like very (laughs) obvious even outside of the comparisons, just being a Drake fan, fan that his mom is a, blo- a curly haired blonde lady. So Gene skip, skip, you know, they skip around. So it wasn't, it wasn't unlikely. I get why he said that though, for sure. Like, let me make sure this is for sure my child. But I think, the, I thought the baby was cute. And I, I found it very ugly for everybody that did go around slandering that child because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's what? Like, is he even two?
0: Uh at least two I think he's is now.
3: But
2: yeah. yeah.
0: So Figgy, um is this kid allowed to
2: say the N-word? What do you think? <laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> 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 I want chancing, man, because um it's some people like what what's the rapper name? Um what's the one rapper name that say he black? I forgot Logic. Uh, logic. Yes logic. I think he using that a little too loosely, too, man, because yes. I know a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, his mom is black and his dad is black. He look like a white rapper, man. So I think somebody like that don't need to say it, man. It's not even worth it.
0: I mean, but here, here's the counterpoint, though. we Let Mexican rappers say it. So if you have a and Drake considers himself a black man. Yeah. You know, he said it on the LeBron interview too. Yeah.
2: So I, yeah, that's the thing. That's the other thing too, because you got people like Fat Joe, who I don't, I think he consider himself a minority, uh, um, and he, I think he put himself in that black category too. Yeah. So it's not a thing where he do hip hop and then other times he switch roles. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, African-American. I don't think he do that. But it depends where his son at, man. If his son is always with his mom and always with her family who is white, then... You can't just
3: be walking around saying (laughs) Yeah. I think it'll depend on his upbringing, too, because, of course, I went, like, what else do we have during this time but time? So I went to go creep on her and um, I think it'll really depend on his upbringing. She seems like a really nice, wholesome, um, contrary to how we were introduced to her <laughs> and her uh, her uh, profession at the time. She seems like a like she seems like a nice mom, like a nice lady. So I think it would really determine how he's brought up, and is he going to be brought up like Drake, or is he going to be brought up like like his mom's his mom's side of the family? I would imagine.
0: Now, I, I, I get given. The, I'm not going to go hard on the kid, but seeing as how his mom, I actually followed that Sophie lady on Twitter before all this happened. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying people can't change, but considering who she was, number one, she said nigga all the time on Twitter. She, I called it. she, she used it recklessly. I distinctly remember that. Now, you can't find none of this shit now. But it was correct. Of course. And I think her new persona, she looks a lot more wholesome. But I remember her before, and she was super ratchet. Like super Instagram ratchet. So hopefully, hopefully she's changed her ways. Hopefully that OVO bag has helped her. Moving on. Um what else did you guys listen to? I should have asked before the podcast, but what else did y'all listen to this week? Did y'all listen to The Baby? Um, yes, listen-
3: yeah, I did. I listened to that song. I was more intrigued by the, um, the marketing genius aspect that went into it. Um, I don't know if y'all follow B. Simone and how she like super loves The Baby, and um, she posted a picture of her and The Baby. Like you know how you post those like subliminal pictures where people are zoomed in and look at people's tattoos and they're like, Oh my god, this is the baby. Like she manifested their relationship and da 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 But it came out that um she was just the lead uh role in his new video for this new song that came out. So I like the video more so than I like care for the song, I think. But um it was cool. It was it, it was cool. I also have been listening to I forgot to mention party next door last week. And how we didn't talk about his album at all or if y'all had listened to it at all I really like it um I was surprised at it honestly, just the simple fact that I haven't really cared for his his last couple of projects they've been okay they haven't been um what I was introduced to party and what I like about him so it was good to to hear him get back in his bag a little bit but I've just been all over the place with music honestly I haven't really been listening to anybody specific um just Organizing my library, get my playlist back together. So
0: I have a take about the baby. Uh real quick. I didn't hear this song, I'm Uh assuming it sounds like all his other songs. (laughs) So I don't think so. so,
3: uh, It it actually doesn't. Really? Mm.
0: The beat is a lot
3: different. It's a different vibe for sure. And he's actually kind of sing songy more so than I mean he's rapping, but it's more like a it's not it's not the same. This is stepping out of his normal. normal. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Because now, do you
0: think this is because of the criticism about his song sounding the same?
2: Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's kind of the same argument with Meg, how people said Meg rap about the same shit and her latest project or whatever it is. It was totally different with exceptions of like two songs. But Mm -hmm. I think he stepped out of this norm for this because this don't sound this don't sound nothing like suge okay. or all the other s- or vibes so um yeah i actually like the song but this ain't a song you gonna get crunked to or get hyped to but it's like a nice different type of song okay
0: um now i did see the baby um have a ig live with raven simone and I, I did see how everybody was oohing and on and making a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. it is the baby the only Teflon artist now? Because I feel like it used to be Chris Brown, but he went too far. Because remember, the baby just the baby just punched out a girl at a show a month ago. And nobody made a big deal about that. <laughs> now suddenly he's doing IG Live with Raven Simone, and everybody like. It's so wholesome. Wow, the baby's so great. He got to do a IG live with his crush. Women still love him. He literally just knocked out a girl <laughs> a month ago. So and it, it wasn't even like a ledge. He actually did admit he did it. So is he the only Teflon artist right now that no matter what he does, he will not get canceled by women?
3: I think, I think he I think- isn't.
2: Go ahead. Oh, I think uh, as long as his music hot, I think people are going to keep looking over it. Mm. But I think all of this, if he keep going down this road, I think he will get canceled. I think shit going to start slowing up. But right now, he's one of the hottest artists and um, very lovable. So I think right now people kind of making excuses. But yep. <laughs> once the music starts blowing up, I think I think people will start noticing this shit if he keep doing it.
3: I think he's very strategic about his apology tour. I don't think it's that people forgot. I think that he's very, he knows what he's doing as far as making sure that what's being put out there of him now and more recent is of the people's um on their good side it's something that he knows people want to see especially the b simone thing people love b simone uh the fact that he got to get on with raven simone um and like show a sense of vulnerability in the sense that that used to be his crush like he knows what he's doing he just baked cookies on instagram live with his kids like he he knows what he's doing and i think that's more so i don't think people have forgotten because like you know, in our household, we've talked about it and, you know, what, what's going on with that? Like, the, are we just okay? How do we feel about him now? You know, like, that's been a topic of conversation, but I think he's just very strategic in, in, in how he's moving right now because he knows it can go either way. You know what this sound like? This kind of sound like R. Kelly. Yeah.
2: When R. Kelly was going through this, it. R. Kelly <laughs> was going through this, and he will, br- he will make a gospel song to make everybody forget about what he did. <laughs> and whenever something else pop up, he'll do a dance yeah. song. Remember, <laughs> Step in the Name I, of Love.
3: When did Step in the Name of Love come out? Like, after It was incident, during that
2: though? time, yeah. 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 It was, was it? All of a sudden, yeah. And they even mentioned it on the, uh, what's that, Lifetime documentary. They talked about that, how he pretty much, I don't want to say played everybody, but, to take the heat off of him, he will make some type of song, or he'll make a song with a a, a church choir or something like that. Like, remember the song? I believe I think it was. Yes, yeah, I
0: believe I could fly. Yeah, yeah, that. All that song, came out after the Aaliyah stuff started
2: blowing and, and up. And then, yeah. So, yeah, this what it kind of sound like. I'm not saying the baby. I'm not. I don't want to badge the baby like that. Maybe he is doing this. You know, maybe this really is him. But this looked like he's trying to get all the heat off of him. Try to
3: bring this up the positive. Comparison stuff he did. is wild. <laughs> now this to, comparison to be, is
0: wild. To to be fair, we are not saying they are the same. We're not saying what baby has done is close to what R. Kelly's done, but I do agree the that the, sceptic, strategy. the strategy is similar. Um, and here's here's the thing people don't want to admit. The rules are different for people you like. Okay. The rules are different when you like somebody. The rule, like, you don't see things as the same. It's easy to cancel somebody when you don't listen to them, when you don't like them, when you don't care for them. It's easy to cancel somebody. R. Kelly is old. Most kids don't really know who he is. They know his songs, but don't really care for him that much. It's easy to cancel R. Kelly if you're 20 and under. It's mm-hmm. tough to cancel all uh, to the baby if. You were 20 and under, and your playlist is full of his songs. So you will look past yeah. these things. You will forget these things. You will. Same thing with Chris Brown. Honestly, I did see a white guy. I didn't want to bring this up. But I know y'all saw this TikTok about this white guy who uh, basically um, says, you know, he talks about how everybody got excited because Chris Brown is on TikTok now. And then he made a whole list about all the things Chris Brown has done. We all know what they are. So I'm not even going to run that down. But
2: (laughs) basically, he was Did that white guy get canceled? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And the funny thing is, under the replies, nobody said that Chris Brown didn't do it. They just basically said, why are you trying to bring this man down?
3: (laughs) Yeah. No, honestly, though, why are you trying to bring this man down? See? He is. (laughs) He that's hasn't done anything say. at this moment in time. He hasn't done anything in this moment in time. I where this is relevant. Like, Chris, if he wants Chris. to make a TikTok like the rest of the world, like, <laughs> why do we need a, a whole video documenting what he's done wrong in his life?
0: We've canceled people for things they've done 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I mean, the, either the rules are the same or they aren't, but...
2: See, that's <laughs> the problem I have with it. Like, I kind of get the people that's um, going out there saying, why y'all picking on Chris Brown? You know what I mean? I understand because it's one thing if he just out there beating the shit out of women nonstop and we see it and we overlooking it. Well, like this dude literally tried to change his life. You know what I mean? At least he trying. But if you look at somebody like R. Kelly who was still doing nasty shit yeah. and this. Hitting and people like, look, this guy's literally doing this. I understand people trying to cancel his music or whatever that kind of bring justice, I guess. But mm-hmm. I don't know, people. To me, it's kind of getting pointless of people saying, "Oh, well, this guy got a arrest a warrant for this, or this guy pushed his wife. This guy did this." At this point, this. Like, why bring it up? People going to listen to it or people not. So why is he trying to get all his fans to stop listening to him? So I know we got way
0: off track. New releases. Um, I want to talk about the Thundercat album real quick. I did hear yeah. it. It came out on Friday. Um, I'm kind of a newish fan of Thundercat. I knew of him, but not really until recently when he dropped that Dragon Ball do-rag song. <laughs> I've been bumping him a little yeah. more. And this album came, man, I'm disappointed because he was supposed to be on tour now and he was actually supposed to be in Houston on Sunday. And I wanted to get tickets and go. But of course, his tour has been canceled like everything else. But he did drop the album on time. I like it a lot. Um, Like I said about the Drake thing, I feel like this song, this album, fits the mood of the nation right now, honestly, man. It's kind of more mellow, low-key, Songs about isolation and depression and loneliness a little bit. And also some uplifting songs as well. Very, very jazzy. You know, if you know Thundercat, you know what the song's going to sound like. But I thought it was very, very refreshing, especially now what we're all going through. Great headphone music, great music vibe too. Um, Some of the tracks are way too short for me, like a minute long. But there's a lot of music there and i enjoyed it a lot the last song uh with a tribute to mac miller was good as well so mm-hmm. um i liked it a lot honestly man i feel like this one i'll be bumping as long as this quarantine thing is going i'm i'm feeling a certain type of way so mm-hmm. what did y'all think about it if you i don't know if y'all uh, heard it my
3: bad <laughs> yeah no i haven't i haven't finished it um i have more so had well I, I finished it but I more so had it on when I was doing other things so I wasn't focused on it but from the sound of everything it it, like you said it was a typical Thundercat sound and I appreciated it but I need to go back and like live with it for a little bit before I give a full like full full full-on opinion of everything because I didn't get to listen to the lyrics like I like to do and really you know live with it.
0: You hear it Figgy?
2: Uh no I didn't hear it I ain't bad, gonna lie
0: man.
2: I, no that's oh, no, all good I'm gonna check it out though like I I tried to check out a lot of stuff you like because I know you kind of picky on shit yeah so if you like something it, it got to be good so I'm gonna check it out I'm gonna check,
0: check it out. I think you'll like it man I know you like different sounding like jazz influenced stuff too so check it out man I encourage anybody who hasn't really been on him like I hadn't before check it out man it's a good album nice vibes. So, I say lives now, man. I'm fucking 33 years (laughs) old. All right, Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) Lives. Next thing I want to talk about now is quarantine entertainment. And (laughs) especially in the form of these Instagram live, quote-unquote, battles. I don't like calling them battles because they're really just more like DJ
2: sex. Yeah. 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 So, it's
0: not really... They aren't really beat battles. They aren't really any kind of battles, but it's entertainment, and I don't. It's better than nothing. It is. (laughs) I didn't like Peter Rosenberg shitting on it for no reason. I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I don't like it, but I'm not going to shit on it if people enjoy it because there's nothing else to do or watch right now. So if people enjoy it, cool. But I do have opinions about some of these. Okay, (laughs)
1: let's go down
0: I haven't seen a whole lot of these. I know the Johnson versus Neo one was big, but I'm Yeah, not that a one was really anime. good. Was it really?
3: Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I I actually watched that one live myself.
0: Now how do these things go? Because I haven't actually seen any of them. Is there a winner picked at the end, or is it just everybody plays their shit and it just ends?
3: so i'm not really sure on how the winner is decided um most of the time the comments are just kind of the decipher of who won that battle just by what people are saying but um i know after who was it the dream and sean garrett they were the first to go after that live um they created rules so now there's like you play like a minute and 30 seconds of of 20 of your best songs and um, you know, you go back and forth, but I'm not quite sure how they um, decide who wins. I think it's just like a public opinion. Like you said, kind of just, just for the people more so than anything. Like I don't think there's an actual declared winner.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think it's some, I think people got their own scores. So people kind of score by like a somewhat like a boxing boxing match. So like the first mm-hmm. two songs, each of them play, somebody say, oh, he won that one because he played bat That Ass Up and he played this other song. So I think they kind of judge it like that, but they're, I, I haven't seen like a official winner. It's more word of mouth or a Twitter thing. All
0: right. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll, the thing I don't like is that you have to see this on your phone I yeah. wish the desktop because oh, yeah. if you're on Instagram on your desktop, your laptop, you can't see any lives.
2: Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you have
0: to have it on your phone. I don't like having Instagram on my that, phone too much, but that
2: that's the one thing I hate about it. I think this would be a perfect time for like those Spotify, Apple music, or yes. even like remote TV step in and try to, get to, get to bring on some it. cameras to the house or something, because like even sense. watching um, DJ D nice. Like, I don't want to sit there and watch that shit on my phone, man. Yeah. Like, I to yeah. enjoy it on the couch if it was on my TV. So, um, yeah, I think that's something they need to look into. Because it and got then, potential. like, on the – sorry. I'm sure discussions are being
0: had to have this on a bigger platform, especially if this goes on for weeks and weeks like it likely will. I think there will be uh, bigger platforms in the future. Um, but the, the most controversial and recent battle I want to talk about is the Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch. Now, originally, apparently, this was supposed to be T-Pain versus Scott Storch. And everybody was like, what the fuck is T-Pain going to play that can, that can compare to what Scott Storch has done? And I guess they heard those complaints, and then they switched it out and had Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch and I know Manny Press has done a few lives uh, doing DJ sets and stuff too and Mm -hmm. I got a
2: theory about that too (laughs) okay what's your theory on that my theory is as far as the Scott Storch I guess getting ready to battle T-Pain or looking for somebody to battle I think he duck and smoke man because he's a top notch industry producer why Mm -hmm. are you trying to do a battle with T-Pain And then you went from T-Pain to Manny Fresh. So, like, to to me, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like he picking on people that's not his size at all.
0: Now, the question I have is who is deciding the opponents? Is it Scott Stork saying put me against Manny Fresh and T-Pain, or is it Swiss Beats saying that? Or are they just picking between who actually volunteers and says I'll do it? I don't know how it's being decided. I want to agree sure with that, that but either. I don't know how it's happening. Yeah, I'm
3: not sure of that either. I think it's a popular thing, like on uh, Twitter or like you know, just like what what the people are saying type things. And who knows what type of conversation Swizz is having behind closed doors too.
2: Yeah, it just seemed like the wrong type of battle, though. Like Scott Stewart's is just a legend. Yeah, I'd rather see him against somebody like a Dr. Dre or. I'd say Jermaine Dupree, somebody that worked with a bunch of other artists just like him. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I just, I never understood the T-Pain thing. So when I said, when I seen that they canceled that one, I'm like, okay, that didn't even make sense. Like I wasn't about to rush to that live. You know what I mean? But to see somebody like Manny Fresh, and this is no disrespect to Manny Fresh. I think he an underrated legend, but I just think somebody like, uh, A super industry producer need to go against another super industry producer.
0: I agree, and to that point, I think that almost any big industry producer that Scott Storch went against would probably smoke him. Like, let's say he went against Timberland.
2: He ain't making it out. That's not even a fair match.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Dr. Dre, no, not a fair Um, match. Who else? Pharrell Hell, no. Like, he, he would get smoked by almost everybody on his level. But if you're punching down, and, and that's where the Chris, criticism of this whole battle came from. Manny Fresh played cl- hood classics, you know, yes. songs he himself produced by himself. His Scott sound. Storch, Yes. And Scott Storch, I know Scott Storch is talented. He can play the piano. He's played his beats on piano before. He's got his beats. Yeah, he has plenty of hits. But we know he wasn't in the studio by himself crafting those classics. He's worked with Timbaland. He's worked with Dr. Dre. He worked with a lot of people who, in a lot of hands, it's kind of like putting a post-graduation Kanye beat. Like, we know it wasn't just Kanye making them beats.
2: He got a lot of producers. Yes, a it's a
0: super you know. team of people making Scott Stork's tracks from mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. So... It's it's very unfair, in my opinion, to have him go against Manny Fresh, who has great beats but was doing it all himself. And then – oh, God. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Like, basically, his his songs didn't go number one because they were hood classics, man. So they weren't going to go – he didn't produce for Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he has no chance. People who were watching that live probably hadn't heard of a lot of those Manny Fresh beats. But, I mean, they were classics to us, man. So, I thought it was unfair, in my opinion. I thought that it was, people were saying Scott Storrs killed him. But it was then, an unfair matchup.
2: And then the other thing is Manny Fresh, all these beats he played was during the era where people didn't like the South. Yeah. People looked down on the South. New York was New York and didn't really look at that shit like that. So, all the shit we heard or people in the South knew, they ain't really know what the fuck that was. So I think it was a. I think in that live it was a bunch of New York bias too, man. Like they like he played Fat Joe lean back, and people like, oh yeah, it's over. Oh yeah, this is always a classic and all this. (laughs) Like Fifty Cent said, that shit is not in the club. (laughs) Remember, Fifty Cent shitted on that song. Yeah, but he was having
0: beef with Fat Joe too. I I get it, but people
2: for people to say like, oh yeah, this is a classic oh, yeah, it's totally over. It's a cool song. I mean, don't get me wrong, but when that song come on, I'm not not like, oh, shit, I was right here when this song came out. Like, I think that's a lot of New York bias. Like, I don't see nobody in New Orleans, like, as soon as that Fat Joe song come on, people like, oh, shit, they lose their shit. But I do see them do that whenever, like, Project Bitch come on or something like that. So I I just think Manny Fresh, I think he paved the way for the uh, one of the people that paved the way for the South and for that type of, um, I guess, that New Orleans bounce or whatever they call it. I think he paved the way for that and people not really giving them that credit because that sound is somewhat bad now. If you listen to City Girls, if you listen to Meg, that's his sound. So for people to sit there and act like that was just a fair match and- after the whole live, they walked around like, oh, yeah, Manny got smoked. And like, nah, man, like, them Scott Store songs is cool, but to me, they don't even sound like they aged as well. They really haven't. And then then the last song he played, uh, which was the, um, was it, it was Dr. Dre, I think, with the piano. Um, I don't even think about Scott Stores whenever that song played. I think about Dr. Dre.
0: Oh, uh, what's it called? Still, uh, still,
2: still Dre. D-R-E. Yeah. yeah, I think about Dr. Dre whenever that song come on. I don't, I don't think like, oh yeah, this is Scott Storage beat right here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like for the longest time, I thought Dr. Dre that was strictly his shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think a lot of people was, I guess, um, being blind. Maybe they don't know about Manny Fresh or whatever. But I think he had a solid set he played. But how the fuck you gonna beat that going against Beyonce song and a Jay Z yeah. song and Fifty Cent Candy Shop Erika and Batu stuff? Like come yeah, on. like this dude has strictly cash money and and paid the way for Lil Wayne. That should be enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I mean I agree. Like you said, he should have went against someone like a DJ Paul, Manny Fresh, or maybe like a Jazzy Faye. Someone mm. like that,
2: someone who also I would say, somebody a like of, a little John that might be a little too, that might Lil be, a little John little too
0: would be tough, man. Yeah, because little John ascended to industry producer status. Yeah, he did. So, I'm, i honestly feel like little John versus Scott Storch would be more of a fair matchup because little Lil John I, has some huge hits.
2: I agree, I, I definitely agree. But the only thing is, man, I think. I think Scott Storch is just New York heavy. Yeah. Where people I'm sure they look that because when Lil Jon was hot, people was shitting on the South. People still, people felt like the South killed hip hop and that sound killed hip hop. So I think they'd be super biased at that, but I think hit for hit, man. I think it's <laughs> i yeah, I could see Lil Jon maybe winning that. hmm But yeah, I don't know. I th- I don't think it was a fair match at all, man. And I was surprised people actually sat there and was like, "Oh yeah, you yeah, know, entertained it." Yeah, like that dude is a legend, man. Yeah. Now, uh,
0: Swiss Beats did announce that Lil Jon is gonna battle T Pain. What do you guys think about I think about
3: this is. That? I don't know if I'm just not hip to T Pain's writing, like producing credits. But I don't. I I don't see. I don't know. I don't know why C. Pain is battling. Like I don't. I I guess I don't. I'm not. I'm ignorant to his catalog other than his own music. Because I just I don't get it. I don't get like Lo. Like you said, like Lo. John became an executive producer. He he's been on multiple tracks of numerous of people. So I just don't see the comparison there. I don't see that being a a. a Good
2: battle, actually. I could kind of see it. I could see it because I could, I kind of look at it as T Pain had his own certain sound. Whatever song mm-hmm. he hopped on, it was a T Pain sound. So, um, I felt like Lil John and T Pain had the 2000s on lock. So, I, f- I think, I think T Pain gets smoked, but I think that's more of a fair matchup. Than like a Scott Storch, because just imagine them two battling. This it. gonna be straight two thousands type shit. Yeah, it's gonna sound straight so, up like Atlanta. So I could see so that being say, more of a
3: good. When you say T Pain and Lil Jon are like, what kind of battle is this then? Like, is it a battle of the hits? Is it a producing battle? Like, what what battle is this? Because like for Neo and John's that was a songwriting battle. Like for Manny Fresh and for Scott Schwartz, that was a producer battle. So what battle would Lil Jon and T-Pain be? A hit battle?
2: I don't, I don't even think it's, I think it's more just playing songs at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because if you listen to Sean Garrett and um, and um, the Dream battle, like a lot of them songs, I think Dream was part of, but to me, it was just a Chico playing, you know, No Church in the Wild. You know what I mean? Or playing a bunch yeah. of Jay-Z songs. So I think it's more of the, um, what song I was a part of in the studio or whatever, and just go back and forth like that. I don't think it's really uh, particular far as like, oh, T-Pain wrote this song, so I'm going to play this song. Just whatever song T-Pain was a part of or had any responsibilities with, I think they just mm-hmm. going to go back and forth and play that.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yeah, there are really no rules, I've noticed. It's just all singular entertainment. It's not, you know, it's kind of like when somebody lists their top 50 rappers. What are you basing that off of? It's it's just whatever at this point. People just playing their hits and things that we're a part of. And I think at first, the producer battle was more interesting to me because it was yeah. only the songs you were producing. But now it's gotten into songwriting. It's got, like, they're blurring the lines now. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, if it entertains people, that's cool, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it didn't. I don't know. It's, it's it's lawless at this point. It's just 40 minutes yeah. of entertainment for people. So yeah, it's
2: yeah. like I said, it's, it's better than nothing. But to me, the best producer battle was uh, I want to say it was like two years ago when Swiss and Just Blaze was going back and forth. Yeah, where they both was in the stu. Uh, they both was in the room. They both had their equipment. And they were just mm-hmm. going song for song, and you had the reaction. People were like, oh, I remember that song. And then the other person played the other song. So to me, that's more legit. But right now, it's tough to say. Because even with Scott Storch, he didn't produce all these songs by himself. Mm-hmm. And that was another argument yeah. people was bringing up. Because Manny Fresh did all them beats. And you could by tell he too. did all them beats. Yeah, So... Yeah, Bum B, I think he brought it up in the live saying, you know, how do that count? You know, because Scott Storrs didn't do this whole song. So how do we separate that? Yeah. So, yeah, it's real blurred line when, it's, when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. It
0: is. And, and that's why I try not to even analyze it too much. I'm just like, okay, whatever. It, this is yeah. not saying who's a better producer or who's a better songwriter or who's a better hit maker because... There's too much involved in that now. So, whatever. People just want to have fun and debate things online. That's fine. I'm trying not to take things too serious now and this because yeah. everything be making me angry. But yeah. it is what it is, man. So, well, I mean, you just check it out. There's a uh, supposed to be Babyface versus Teddy Riley. So, what else happened this week y'all want to talk about? Oh, we got to talk about. I got to get my uh, People's Court music code up. <laughs> This is the uh, the Takashi Six Nine theme song. I'm going to play.
1: <laughs>
0: now, has the has has the case of the Straightway Gang and the FBI and the government versus Daniel Hernandez, aka Tekashi Six Nine, finally come to an end? Apparently, according to the court and judges and everybody involved, Takashi Six Nine is now a free man. He has been released from prison and is going to serve the rest of his term under house arrest. I believe this is because of the coronavirus and people in oh, prison okay. have been contracting it. And I guess his lawyer made a plea to the judge. The FBI said they recommended him leaving jail. And it went through. And as of right now, apparently he has been released. <laughs> so, Takashi's lawyer said that um, he will be able to record and release music. And he can be on social media. But he's got to be responsible and he can't be trolling like he used to. Which we all knew would be the case probably. So what do you guys think is going to happen next to this young man? Do y'all see him going on a redemption tour? What do you think is going to happen? How do you think he's going to act? What do y'all think about him even being released in the first place? Just give me your thoughts on the whole situation right now.
3: I think him being released in the first place is very interesting, seeing as there are other – inmates that are equally able to contract the coronavirus so the fact that he was the only one selected to be released on those conditions is um, it just shows you how certain people get certain treatment um in the judicial system as opposed to the normal average jail on the street because i that that to me is wild because everyone in that in in jail can contract the coronavirus not just him so um, you know obviously i I don't want to see anyone in jail, but at the same time, like those those conditions and those grounds were a little a little questionable in my opinion compared to someone else's loved one up there
0: now, do you think he will be accepted and he will be, be releasing new music?
3: um, I think he's gonna release music, and I think he's gonna have the support of his fans that never left but as far as people in the industry, like they've already, some, a lot of people have already made it well known that they are not fucking with that man. So, and they are still like, you know, it's not to call him out, but like Meek Mill and certain people are still, when Shade Room or different people post about him, they're still in the comments, like we don't care. So I don't think that he's going to have the relationship with some rappers that he used to, but I think he's still going to have an audience, sadly, just because that's the world we live I'm in right now.
0: That's fair. Now, Figgy, will the snitch rules still apply? Like, do you think – what do you think is going to happen with Takashi in the next few weeks and months in year?
2: Well, first of all, I got to say, when I seen the report of his lawyer trying to get him out because of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. I kind of laughed at it, man. I'm like, man, they're just trying to do anything to get this dude out early. So I'm very shocked that he got out because of this. But um as far as his career, I think he will I think Takashi 6'9 outside of music, I think he will be the hottest thing since sliced bread, real talk. I think everybody gonna be focused on his lies, everybody gonna be on his page. I think he would be a trended topic for like a couple weeks, <laughs> depending on what he do, how active he is. And um uh, as far as music. I think his music will, I think he would do just fine the first couple times, depending on what type of music he do. I don't, I don't have a clue what type of music he'll do. And um, not that long ago, I was listening to his old shit, like his very old shit. Back, I want to say this obviously before the hair color, but uh, his music wasn't bad at all. So I don't know if he gonna go back to that image where he don't really talk about Trey Way and all this other shit. But I think his music could do just fine. I just don't see people in the industry saying, oh yeah, let me work with him. Especially the street rappers. I just don't see people like, a, uh I don't see him getting a Gucci man or Future or, all these other dope boy type of rappers to support him. People like YG, I I just don't see it. But I think once he released music or his first song, first couple songs, I think people are going to go right to it. So to answer your question, I think it will do numbers just because we want to hear what he sound like, what he rapping about, what's the content. But... I don't know. I, I want to see him hold his own. I just want to see what type of music he do without Trey Way.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, man. I think all eyes are kind of on him right now. And to your earlier point, I am kind of surprised that this actually worked with him because I know all the other famous celebrities that have been locked up have been filing appeals to be released B-O-Cas. because of the coronavirus. Um. I know that Harvey Weinstein actually apparently has it. And he's trying to get out, but I don't think they're letting him out. Bill Cosby, his people are saying that they want him out because of it. YMW Melly apparently actually has coronavirus and he might get out. I don't know. That would be wild if he get it, out. I, I, the wildest thing would be if tay got out. I haven't heard anything about <laughs> I TK. I forgot about that. But it would be wild if he got out,
2: man. Brian has a better name. They should, never let, name. Out, <laughs> they should but, never let that dude out. Yeah. I would be scared to come across that dude. <laughs> I mean, he ain't going to kill you now.
0: <laughs> like, all the dirt's done. He in jail for life. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know, man. Um, I am surprised because I know everybody's trying to get out of jail and using this virus as an excuse. But it actually worked for 6ix9ine. Interesting enough, and maybe it had to do with his FBI connections and the fact that he was an informant and he provided information. So that could have something to do with it. That makes sense. But um, yeah, I, I am. I, I don't. I don't really know what to expect from him. All, honestly, I just hope he's still funny. You know, honestly, I I think we all are kind of in a mood for jokes and levity and people clowning on Instagram. So I hope he still has a good sense of humor. I hope he can entertain people. He was very entertaining, man. He was funny as hell, man. Say what you want about him.
2: Like, outside the bullshit, like, when Ludacris pretty much shit on him, (laughs) on Wildin' Out, (laughs) and this dude went on Instagram Live (laughs) with a big-ass hat, big-ass clothes, (laughs) that shit
1: was hilarious, man.
2: He was
0: funny as hell, man. Uh And yeah, I don't know how he's going to react to the whole You know, like y'all said Artists won't collaborate with him Certain ones won't I think certain ones will Because they only care about money And they don't care about any of this other shit It'd be a label thing Yeah, but um, And I don't know I, I don't know how the music's going to go But I do know he has a good fan, A sizable fan base That wanna, want to see him succeed and, and do big things So we'll see, man um, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it is crazy he got out, and it actually worked for him, so to be continued, I
3: guess.
2: Have you I seen that, so uh, Tiger King?
3: No, so Ash and I just started watching it yesterday, and really? it is a hot mess. Like, I didn't know, for one, I didn't know what it was about, and I still didn't know what it was like. It's still, even though everyone has watched it and everybody's talking about it, I haven't bothered to look into what this is actually about, so... Um, I've just had friends tell me, like, when you're watching it, you're going to be like, what the heck are you watching? And that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> yeah. We ended up on episode two when I fell asleep, so she might have kept going. Or, I'm not really sure, but, um, yeah, I, I was just, it, it was just just a whole time. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, what? Get, why? what is this?
2: I can't lie. I get interested um, episode three. I want to uh-huh. say three or four. That's when you like, oh, shit, what the f-? Yeah, that's when you start googling who people are and all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, so to I will
2: say at least get out. the three, get the three and four, then you'll be into it.
3: But and how many episodes are there? Seven. Seven? Yeah, no. I'm just like, I'm, why are these people beefing over t- over tigers like this? But I guess someone has to worry about it. You know, someone has to be concerned. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. To me. I think it was a little overhyped. Yeah. Yeah, and for the simple fact, the only people I see keep quoting this shit is white people. <laughs> Everybody keeps, yeah. Quoting. Oh yeah, Kara Baskins. Oh yeah, I don't believe that. And I was, to me, I think it was a little overhyped. I think it was interesting.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think, think it was pretty. too. It was a different perspective. Like for one, not to be insensitive to the animals, but like. You know, we don't, most, most black as a race, as our race and as a whole, we are not the race that is known to care about animals in that way. So it was just interesting to see a different perspective on why that was so important to them and like why it was so, such a huge matter and such a big deal to go to war about. Because personally, I, I like animals, but I'm not an animal lover. Like, I'm not going to live or die by that shit like they were.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't even think this type of shit was going on. Like, <laughs> I
3: didn't either. But yeah, it makes usually, sense it to be in Florida.
2: Yeah, usually you hear about like you know drugs and all this other stuff, tra- uh, human trafficking. But I didn't think it was like a a, a wild animal type game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, out here, it,
2: it was pretty much like a drug war, but with oh, animals.
3: No, no absolutely.
2: Yeah, seeing two people beef about oh yeah, no these animals is they was pretty much beefing about
3: animals. Yep, the whole entire so, time, and then to come to find out, what was her name? Um, I the Carol, 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 Carol. She had all the tigers locked up just in the same ways that he did.
2: Yeah, and she they was were saying just going about
3: it in different ways.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that was the other confusing part because I kind of understood where she was coming from, where she, mm-hmm. you know. People was, like, trafficking them, really. And so she yeah. was just trying to give them a place so they can, you know, I guess enjoy life it. and die. But, yeah. But she was still making money, too. So At that's the same the, time. Yeah, so that's the part that I really didn't understand. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, just keep watching it. It's pretty interesting. It, it, it get real interesting. I'll say
0: that. All right, uh, technical difficulties. Sorry about that people. Uh full you to pay the light bill. Man, dog. So <laughs> apparently, I had to tell you this what the fuck apparently happened. Apparently, a transformer blew out, because um, when I lost power today in the middle of the podcast, uh, I heard a bunch of fire trucks and fucking, you know, shit racing. And apparently a transformer blew out. And it was down for damn near two hours, so yeah, uh, technical difficulties. I had to drop out the podcast, and we had to cut it. So this is officially the longest time we've recorded a podcast—a <laughs> literal all-day podcast—that uh now we're ending late in the evening. But uh, <laughs> yeah. and Jasmine, Jasmine, I think I, I don't know Jasmine probably sleep right now, so. <laughs>
2: That's the only Shout thing to, she could be.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Shout out to Jasmine. Uh we she might she might come back if she uh she might seizes, pop in. she might pop in at the end. But uh so continue where we left off real quick. We're just gonna kind of wrap things up uh and talk about some things we didn't hit on yet. Uh now Figgy, what are your thoughts about the NBA's attempts to uh the NBA's attempts to uh bring back uh, some kind of NBA entertainment. Um, apparently, they are number one. They had an NBA 2K tournament. Apparently, mm. I want to say it was this week. A few players got on and played the game, and they had like a, a representative for each team. And that was an ESPN thing, I think. Oh, I didn't watch that bullshit because I didn't care.
2: I didn't either. I ain't watched ESPN in like three weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's really no reason to watch it, honestly, right now. Dog, first take in Undisputed are struggling, man. Man, <laughs> first off, they're doing it from home and they can't yell over each other because it sounds weird now. Yeah, <laughs> they ain't got shit to talk about
2: hey, real quick, man. It's hilarious watching first take and whenever, um, what's her name, Molly jump in? Yes, take it, try to end <laughs> it, wrap up the conversation, and Stephen, and they just be shaking his head.
0: <laughs> Dog, they got to move her off that show. He do not man. like do her something. at all. I don't I, think I don't nobody think- likes her. So the NBA is apparently trying – let me find the actual tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski. Apparently the NBA is trying to have a, uh, a horse tournament, H-O-R-S-E, where they uh, – the players would shoot in isolation in their home gym and match shots against the competitors. The details are still being finalized. Now, Figgy, I understand people want entertainment. But what do you think about this? Would you watch this and you care about it?
2: I mean, there ain't nothing else to do, man. I would probably take a look at it, but I think this is just a Hail Mary, man, just to bring in some type of money, try to bring something into it because I think the season's over. There's no way they could come back. And, you know, play in front of a crowd or, you know, stuff like that. Because, to me, I thought it was stupid that they were still trying to play games with no crowd. Because you still got trainers. You still got certain type of people who, you know, you don't know where they going. So, you know, anybody can still catch corona. So, I to me, eliminate fans didn't eliminate the possibility of getting something. So, I just... To me, I just didn't understand that. And right now, I think they just trying to find something, that I guess, <laughs> to, um, I guess, bite the bullet or try to, you know, I don't know. But I think they know the season over. It ain't no point trying to, you know, do the playoff game and, you know, one stadium and all that stuff until they find some type of cure or make sure everything is clean and good to go. I just don't see it, man. I mean, it's unfortunate, fortunate, but I just don't see them having some type of season. And this horse thing, and to me, this is like this is like the um the beat battles for real, for real. Just yeah. something to watch. <laughs> yeah, or DJing on Instagram live. But outside of that, man, it's to me, I'm not really paying no stock. And I think this pretty much a hell Mary.
0: Yeah, because I was thinking like even if the NBA and the NBA is not coming back at at this point, I think it's too late, but um, I was wondering if, if it actually did happen somehow, if the NBA said, okay, we're going to have the playoffs It's going to be in one arena, no fans, best of three. And whoever wins is a 2020 NBA champion. Would any of us really respect that championship, man? That would be the king of all asterisks in a season. I don't care if Lakers want it. I don't care if the Rockets want it. Even if the Rockets, I'm a Rockets fan. If the Rockets wanted, I wouldn't count that championship, man, honestly. <laughs> you can't count a championship in front of no fans after a two month break between a season and the playoffs. You can't yeah. count that shit like it was just a regular season.
2: Yeah, I so, agree, man. <laughs> I agree. I just, like I said, people going to always remember this season like, oh, yeah, that was that was the season where, you know, the coronavirus season. So, <laughs> it's always going to be something, man. Yes. It's always going to be something. It, it's it's going to be like the Astros championship. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, that was the year they cheated. <laughs> or, the Rock, or the Rockets when they went, oh, yeah, Jordan was, wasn't in the league. It's going to be something. Yeah. It ain't going to be like a legit. 2016 Cavaliers Championship where they like, oh yeah, they came back and they won. Like it ain't gonna be that.
0: So, and people want to say, well, we had the lockout seasons where the seasons were shortened. I guess so technically, but when it started, it still played out like a regular NBA season.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was 30 games or something where people mm-hmm. ain't really catch their groove. That was, that lockout season, that was actually probably a good idea to shorten the season a little bit.
0: Yeah, like 60 games or something?
2: Yeah, 62 games or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't get why people even try to use that excuse. I think I think 82 games might be a little too long. But, um, yeah, man, this – yeah, I wouldn't buy into this, man. And people who would – like, if the Rockets did win, people who celebrate is pretty much just – I don't want to say thirsty or kind of like – I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess thirsty to say, oh, yeah, see, we won, see, we won. They're they yeah. going to try to build it up no matter what. But it's not the same.
0: No, nah, they just got to go ahead and cancel the NBA season, man. It'll hurt. It sucks that they basically threw 60 games away. But, I mean, it happened to everybody. The same thing happened in college basketball. They had a whole season for no reason. and didn't get even championships. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's unfortunate, but fuck it. 2020 is already in the trash, man. Let's focus on 2021 sports-wise. <laughs> I, I wonder what they're gonna do
2: with Dan Tony. Because I think he was, I think this was it for him, his last year. I mean I, yeah. I think this because he he on his last year of his contract.
0: Okay, what else we gotta hit on, man? Um shit, real quick. I uh I know you saw Mayweather Floyd Mayweather's daughter was apparently arrested here in Houston. Or oh, aggravated
1: assault.
0: It happened here. Um, NBA Young Boy was at home with his baby mama, and Floyd Mayweather's daughter Yaya came to the house. Apparently, uh, according to TMZ, um, NBA Young Boy's mom, baby mama, said, "You know, this is you know, what are you doing here?" Yaya said that uh, she was uh, Young Boy's fiance. And she needs to leave. So apparently there was an altercation. Um, Yaya pulled two knives out and apparently stabbed her twice. And it, uh, I guess she's in critical condition right now. And Yaya was arrested, I think, on like $30,000 bail. So, yeah, it's I, I don't know what's going on here, man. I see Floyd and they like getting a whole lot of blame. But, I mean, this woman's going through a lot, now. man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he lost his father. Um his like,
0: uncle.
2: Or uncle, yeah. Uncle, yeah. his um well, his ex-wife or his kids' mother, mm-hmm. I feel bad for him, man. Like I know I, I know he got all the money in the world and all this other stuff, but man, all of this is happening within like what a couple months.
0: Yeah.
2: I can't imagine being in that position.
0: I mean, I I want to have pity and sympathy for Floyd, but, like, from what I've seen of him, I, it's hard to, man. Like, I'm sorry, but he's too much of an asshole for me to care that much, <laughs> honestly. and Like, I want to like him, man. I want to respect his – I respect him as a boxer. Ain't the most exciting boxer, but I, I respect him in his record, man. And I want to like him, but every time I hear him speak, it's just shitting on poor people and talking about how much money he has. So I hope your money solves your issues, man, because it's hard <laughs> for me to relate if you're just talking about how much richer you are than everybody else every time I see you. So, I mean, I mean, uh, hopefully NBA Young Boys' uh, baby mama pull through because that, that's just a shitty thing for to get stabbed in your own home with your man. So, I don't know. Hopefully she pulled through. Hopefully... I don't know. I have nothing else to say about that. It's a little too NBA spicy. NBA Youngboy,
2: I feel like he a ladies' man, kind of. Dog. I feel like a lot of women is after NBA Youngboy.
0: Yeah, uh, NBA Youngboy admitted he has herpes, dog. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> his mama came and said he had herpes, too. And that, all that aside, like, all these women still love him and are crazy about him. Yes. I don't get it, man. And he's still, like, one of the most famous artists of this time. Yes. I, don't I, couldn't get it. Even name,
2: I couldn't even name him an NBA Young Boy song. I can't. That's how I know I'm getting
0: old. Yeah. Because apparently he's like the most streamed artist ever. He be beating Ariana Grande, man, on YouTube. <laughs> I don't get it. I, uh, it must I be a 25 and
2: under thing. It gotta be, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, shit, that's just crazy, man. Um,. Other things, anything else catchier? There was something else I saw that I wanted to talk about real quick. Right. Um, but now I can't find it. You already talked about Tiger King with Jasmine. You said it was kind of overrated.
2: Yeah, I think it was a little over- overhyped, man. I, um, it's seven episodes. It started getting getting good probably the third or fourth episode. And at that point, I had to finish it to see how it ended. But um, I don't know. I think it's just overhyped, man. I wasn't – I think it was interesting because this was pretty much white people and rednecks dealing Mm. with exotic animals. So I I didn't even think that type of shit was going on. (laughs) So um, it was kind of like a little drug game for real. But with exotic animals. But um, outside of that, man, it was – I think it was way overhyped. And people making jokes about it all day on Twitter Instagram and all that shit. I'm just like, man, I just watched it and kept moving.
0: Yeah, man, I feel the same way. When too many people like something on social media, that's typically like a signal for me to stay away (laughs) because it usually ends up being trash. Example, Game of Thrones. Example, power example all these shows everybody went crazy about i feel like it was a waste of time for me to even get it invested in yeah so that being said i'm not i'm probably not going to watch this i did okay i have i have a weakness uh-oh i like i like dumb trashy action movies man really yes <laughs> and i watched this mel gibson movie straight to netflix <laughs> over the weekend it's called bloodfather
2: bloodfather <laughs>
0: Yes. I mean, I wouldn't really recommend it, but I do. Netflix is low key. The king of like trashy action movies, man. Maybe having things with actors you never even thought of that were still active. You know, <laughs> and,
2: I ain't know Netflix. he was still acting. I didn't. Either, I thought man. he was pretty much. I thought he's like blackballed or something. He's still
0: making movies, but they're going like straight to Netflix. Damn. And he, in every movie, he's like some crazy, damn near racist white guy. <laughs>
2: that sounds about right. <laughs> yes.
0: And then this one, he was like a reformed alcoholic. But he had a past where he was like a part of this racist biker gang. And his daughter comes to him because she got in trouble with the Mexican cartel and shit because she was helping run drugs. It's, it's a wild movie, man. It's kind of entertaining and, you know, ain't shit else to do on a Sunday type of day. I wouldn't really recommend it, but it is kind of funny. And I have a weak spot for like just dumb action movies, man. I like a fucking Steven Seagal movies, John Claude Van Damme movies. I like that type of shit, man. So.
2: Speaking of the action movies, the dumb action movies, I've watched um, probably last week, I watched Resident Evil movie. Oh, the first no. one? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> classic terrible movie
2: <laughs> it was awful man <laughs> it had no reflection of the game to me because like when you like back in that time when you heard Resident Evil movie mm-hmm. you think it's about to be a scary full of zombie type of game or at least similar to the um, similar to the game to me this had no type of <laughs> either of the games to me so I, I really ain't understand I ain't know who was who <laughs> this movie was bad man
0: dog that movie was one of the most disappointing movies of all time man.
2: Especially i think that's like probably one the of game. the worst movie franchises ever
0: probably and the problem was man it had potential because i saw the second one the second one had like mike apps, but it actually had people from the games in it and it was dressed like the characters from the game so I'm watching it. And I'm like, okay, this shit is kind of hype. The first 20 minutes is all scary and shit. And then Mila Jovich comes out fucking riding a motorcycle with two Uzis. <laughs> and she starts shooting every zombie in slow motion. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? This is the Matrix part two now, dog.
2: Yeah. That's the part that messed up, messed up that whole movie, though, man. Like. To me, I don't look at it as, like, a straight-up action game. It's more like a scary game. Yes. Because when I played the game, like, I was playing the game a little bit, and my wife, was she was watching. And I was just like, yeah, man. Like, I used to be scared to play this game at night. And then I'm like, well, let me watch the movie. I thought it was going to be a little, little scary a little bit. But it was like watching a fucking action movie. Yes. Like, I wasn't scared at all or no type of fear. It was like an action movie. How do you feel about this? Like classic shows like that, just doing like a, maybe like a one hour special. I think it'd be cool, honestly. Yeah, I I see a lot of shows. People be talking about rebooting shows and stuff like that. I don't, I really don't like that. I don't like the whole, oh yeah, let's have a a Martin reboot or whatever Mm reboot. I just think if they bring back one episode, like an hour special of one episode, like same stage, same setting and all that stuff, probably like maybe like the 20th anniversary or something like that. I think that would be pretty. I think that would be pretty dope because it's not like you got to come up with all this content, all these, you know, this whole season full of content. It's just one night. One episode, one long hour episode, just to kind of see how everybody doing, what everybody up to type of thing. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if somebody like Martin did that, like say for instance, Tommy was still living and they do one hour and it's like, wow, Martin is this bit time, um TV host or something like that. And Tommy still ain't, you know, we still don't know what the fuck he do. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, Pam got a baby. A <laughs> I mean, little shit like that. I think that would be kind of dope.
0: I think so, too, man. I think that's what they should have gone for instead of all these reboots. Because yeah. I feel like when people say they want to reboot, they just like, I miss those characters. I want to see them again at least yeah. once. But yeah. I don't think people actually want to see an entire couple seasons. Remember, they, they tried to bring all this shit back and it didn't last.
2: Remember, like Fuller House.
0: Yeah, they brought back Full House. They brought back Boy Meets World. They brought back Roseanne, and then she got kicked off her own show. So, <laughs> like, we don't really want to see, like, multiple years of the sh- same show coming back. We just want to see, like, a one-off. Yeah. You know, so I think that would be a lot better than actually bring it back and do a whole reboot of the whole thing. So, I yeah,
2: agree. I, yeah, I would love, like, just imagine that Full House just brought back one episode. Yeah. Because you, you, can't, pay, you can't pay all them characters. Mm-hmm. You can't pay uh, Bob Saget. You can't pay John What's John Stamos. Yeah. You can't pay all of you. You definitely can't get the Olsen twins. They couldn't mm-hmm. even get them on that damn show. Nah. So just imagine just bringing them back just for one episode and just have that one classic episode type of thing and just to see everybody just one night. I think that'd be cool, especially for like a 20th anniversary or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, just but or, or it, people was talking about Living Single reboot. Like I don't want to see a full season. Yes. Of that. Like just give me one episode. and we'll see mm-hmm. all of them. The, I think you I think you could get away with maybe a girlfriend season, maybe one season, because uh, um because I think it ended kind of funky, where it ended like it was gonna be another season, but it didn't happen. Yeah. I think I think they could probably get away with another season, but. I'm down with the one long episode.
0: Honestly, I'd rather see that than them doing this whole thing where they're like, okay, here's the Jeffersons for one night with a whole bunch of different actors. And here's oh, all in I the play. family. Yeah, all in the family play with all different actors. Like, instead of that, just bring back the Jamie Foxx show for a night. Yeah. we all watch that. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, I agree, man. <laughs> I agree. That's our TV rant for the day. <laughs> um, anything else you missed out on? I feel like there's no other shit we didn't talk about, but just been going on long enough. So, yeah, Kobe being introduced in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that. I mean, we all knew that was coming.
2: Yeah, it, it's man. It it kind of make it sad, man, because it's like, yeah. damn, he was supposed to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, he
2: would have gave a, a dope ass speech. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's really
0: unfortunate, man. Like, I don't know. It's, it's sad, but yeah, Uh I don't know. I, I don't know if I could take another Kobe tribute, man. Like it, it was the last one I watched was kind of tough. Yeah. And I don't know if I could watch his Hall of Fame. I feel like it still seems like it's too soon for some weird reason, man.
2: Yeah. I low key, man, kind of stopped watching the NBA a little bit, man. Because the tributes was way too heavy, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, it kind of, that kind of ruined the season for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not in a bad way, but I'm just like, man, I can't, I can't watch this. I need a minute before I can get back to the, maybe the playoffs. Yeah, and now the season is actually ruined. So yeah,
0: man, it's been a crazy
2: year, dog. Yeah,
0: worst years, <laughs> worst years. It's the worst ever. year ever <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah um shit man i think that's about it yeah. uh we'll go ahead and wrap this up shout out to jasmine you can catch her at cheaty base on all social media platforms you already know the deal my man figgy still producing in the loop and everything else right now on sports video yeah. 16 <laughs> so make sure you check that out still and i'm just in the cut Chilling back, man. Uh, holler at us if you want to shout out in the podcast We got these local business thing that you got going on that you want some help with. I mean, we ain't a big platform. We'll, we'll, we'll try to boost you up and help you out if possible. Um, and I believe that's it. So my boy, Figgy, and for the lovely Jasmine, I'm Ryan Rocket, and we out.
2: Peace.